This is Chris here with Would You Gaming, wishing you and your family a happy holidays and a Merry Christmas. Thank you for tuning in again to Would You Gaming, the podcast where we cover all news and topics within gaming. Before we begin, make sure you leave a like, comment if you'd like us let, to let us know what direction you'd like to see the content go in, and subscribe if you've not already. Today we're going to discuss the backlog, the thing that we all have as a result of all the sales on console storefronts and too many buy two get one free deals. Whether you're working overtime, have a family and kids, or just simply do not have enough hours in the day to play, we all have a backlog of some kind that we mean to get through. Not all backlogs are created equal, with some of us, some of us having quite a bit to work through due to not being able to pass on a good deal. I know I'm guilty of this. Anytime I see a good deal on PSN or the eShop and think it's something that I'll play in the future and the price is right, I'll usually add it to my library. My library is full of so many games as a result of this. I just can't seem to pass on it if the deal is super low and it's one of those games that I just haven't been able to play or been holding off on. I, I've just got to do it. So how do we get to this point from where it all started, you might ask? When games first released in arcades, they were shorter experiences which more often than not could be completed in an evening if you're willing to pony up the quarters needed. These were designed as machines that were meant to separate younger kids and teenagers from their quarters. Even when we moved to the home console market with the Atari as the first notable console and eventually the NES and the much more powerful SNES game that followed, they were shorter experiences. There were no large side quests to complete, no optional bosses, weapons and armor, or collectibles to hunt down. They were very small in scope when compared to some of today's open world games. The games were much shorter and simpler, not requiring you to schedule time off work to play, if it is even playable, looking at you Cyberpunk 2077. Speaking of taking time off work, any of you ever taken time for a game release or DLC? I remember doing so quite a bit back a couple years ago during Destiny 1 when the first couple of DLCs released Crota's End and I don't think I took time off for House of Wolves but I did for Crota's End I know for a fact I was up at around 3am running that raid with some friends of mine so good times. Anyway, in those days I remember renting from Blockbuster and finishing a game before my rental was due back oftentimes and I challenge you to accomplish this today. If you're even able to find anywhere that you can actually rent a game. There is one blockbuster left in Washington. But aside from that, all you really have is Gamefly. And even if you were to use them and rent a smaller indie title such as Hollow Knight, it would probably take you longer than most NES and SNES or N64 games out there. Games these days have optional objectives as a rule instead of the exception. Meaning there is much more to do if you want to stay plugged into that ecosystem. They will definitely keep you there. And keep you busy. Assassin's Creed seemed to be the one to create this for all of us and as a result these games have just gotten larger and larger. But it seems like from the PlayStation base model onward it seemed like games got longer to me. I mean Final Fantasy 7 itself was the first game that I actually played that had multiple discs and it seemed to take me several days if not weeks to actually complete that. And as the adults, we have a limited amount of time that we can actually play with the majority of our time being taken for our jobs. We have to ensure that we keep the lights on and that our children and pets have their best life. 
unless you're a streamer or content creator, the number of hours in a day that you actually can allocate to playing video games is finite. Even with those professions of streamers and content creators, they still have other things in their lives. They may have family. And if they're smaller content creators, they may be doing editing themselves. So, and I'm thankful I'm able to devote a couple hours every evening to playing games despite working a full-time job so long as there's nothing that demands my immediate attention. Even with this amount of time, my backlog only keeps to grow due to my spending habits. Some games are put into the backlog due to their sheer difficulty or new games being released, taking attention from, away from them. Some might be there as a result of waiting on patches. I'm waiting on patches for Cyberpunk 2077 because of the broken state at release. I probably won't be able to play that or attempt to play it until about February when we've got these larger patches. I put Sekiro in my backlog because it was just, it was grating on me due to the difficulty. I plan to go back when I can be a bit more patient, but I put it there for the time being. Dark Souls 1 was, Dark Souls 2, I'm sorry, was another one I put there because I just kept getting killed. And I never completed Red Dead Redemption 2 because I refused to let Arthur die without completing the camp. And the moose antlers evade me to this day. I had to complete the camp before I let him die. And I just cannot seem to find that guy. And this is not even to mention games I've not even started due to being busy with others. Uh, then we can look at online games and how they contribute to the problem taking up much more of your time and attention. I remember playing Destiny years back and the raids alone took hours to complete if we were even able to complete them. There are too many times that we spend an entire evening tempting Crota's in or the Vault of Glass and just simply unable to complete it. And that was just a whole evening wasted. Had I applied those days of play to another game like The Witcher 3, I probably could have completed it many times over. Games such as these incentivize you to log in and complete a set of daily activities for rewards taking up more of your time. I remember in Destiny 1 they had the daily heroic missions, I think, and then the weekly nightfall raids and all that reset on a weekly timer. So it was all designed to keep you there in their world. It's hard to devote time to one MMO type game, but if you're primarily playing online and multiplayer, it can result in never touching single player games. I should know I lived in, in Destiny for about two years. And let's not even get started on Friday nights when Trials of Osiris rolled around after the House of Wolves release. And it was a full weekend of playing there. These games can easily take up all your time and you will not even notice or think of any other games. I'm long since past these days and when I'm able to get a more stable connection, I'll definitely be more mindful of my time because these are time sinks, plain and simple. There's also buying a past generation console games when they go on sale at the end of a console life cycle. Uh, I'm guilty of this personally. I bought a bunch of PlayStation 3 games around the time the PS4 was releasing and the PS3 was being phased out. GameStop was selling a lot of their games for cheap. I bought some Wii games like this as well, uh, including the more popular ones like the Zelda games, Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword, and the Mario Galaxy games, only to never complete those. I didn't even play Skyward Sword. I just played a little bit of Twilight Princess and some of the Mario Galaxy games, but I'm never able to complete those. I just didn't have the time. Not to mention setting up your Wii with motion control and everything can be quite a pain, and that's just a lot of room taken up for a whole lot of nothing, in my opinion. 
It is not uncommon to wait until a console is on the way out to stock up on games, but how many of these are actually are we ever actually going to play, let alone complete? And at what point do they become a shelf ornament instead of a game? As you can see, it's an incredibly easy to develop a hoarder mentality and just build a library of games that you're never going to touch, becoming more of a collector than a player of these games without ever intending to do so. Unless you make a conscious effort to work through these older titles, set aside the time, and stop purchasing games, it's all but impossible to make a dent in the backlog, especially with the number of games that release on a daily basis. Finding balance to this and spending time with your family and friends is crucial. And it seems at this point that I just need to retire so I can work on playing all the games that I have, but that's not going to happen anytime soon. But let us know what you have in your backlog to work through. Uh, do you have any tips that might help me work through my backlog here? As always, this has been Chris with Wouldn't You Gaming. Thank you for tuning in. Leave a like, subscribe, rate the podcast, and let us know what you think. Also, if you have any ideas for upcoming episodes or what we can do on the next one, we're always glad to hear about those, and we will definitely try to make that happen. Thank you.